All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix, got a mindful of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. Let's get uh, YouTube up and running. Photo booth. All right. Let's blow up Shuate. Now let's move this around just a little bit. That way you guys can get all the sexiness. Okay, we got to get into camera mode. We got the three, the two, the one. YouTube, now you are up and running. I'm Iron Man. All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. Now I told you, today sucks balls. Like, really bad. But the show keeps me up and running, keeps me uh, thinking about something other than the bullshit that's going on in my personal life. So we're going to jump into this shit. Thanks for tuning in. Team effort. But gang, at this stage, you guys know how much I love to hate Christian apologetics. I'm sure this is a very old practice. But I'm going to tell you guys something. When I was holy rolling, when I was a Christian, as a child, even as a late teenager, I, I don't remember Christian apologetics. I just don't. For us, we, we, we wielded Christianity like a blunt object. I told you guys, uh, part of the reason why I'm doing this is, I guess, my own secular penance. Because, gang, again, I was taught, right? You have to jar people out of their apathy, right? And it was nothing to hear a Christian use words like faggot. It was nothing to hear a Christian talk about eternal torment. Now, by today, and you can tell the difference by how it is. Are there any fucking pictures of my family in church? Up in this bitch. Let me see here. I got podcasters. You can't see me. YouTubers, you can. I told you, but my studio now has got the background of a whole bunch of it. Man, Reggie's lost some weight. Looking good, Reggie. Uh, So there are no photos of us in church or anyone going to church. Ah. Okay, you guys can't see. I'm pointing to it. Uh, God, what was... Momo got some award, and I do believe that's a church. Gang, she's got a cape on. I'm not going to fucking move. Here, fuck it. Let's just do it. All right. So I don't know if my sister's going to watch this, but Berkey, we were explaining why Momo is wearing this fucking cape, and I know it has something to do with the church. Uh, the same church that she went to, uh, the one next to Tebow Plantation. Why she got that fucking superhero cape and shit. But that, I remember that's connected to the church. But, back on W. Okay. You can tell the difference between yesterday's Christianity and today's Christianity by the way we dressed. Gang, if you even thought about putting on a pair of jeans. I said thought. 
not actually did it. If you even thought about wearing a pair of jeans to church back when I was a kid, you needed to fall on your knees and beg for your parents' forgiveness on the spot because an ass whooping was coming in the three, the two, the one. You always put on a suit, Jack. You always put on a suit. The women's always had on the hats, always had on the dress. It wasn't a topic of conversation, Jack. Shut the fuck up. That's where the, uh, the saying, put on your Sunday best, comes from. That was the one day a week where your black ass dressed as a fucking nine. Now, today, not so much. I told you, one of my, again, I told you, when people found out I was an atheist, the, 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 the hunt for my eternal soul became priority number one. And we were like, we go to my church, we go to my church. And I always said, yeah, I'll do it. One condition. I get to ask all the questions I want. That didn't last long. Because, gang, they were expecting me to go listen to their fuckface pastor say something about John 3.16, or we're all sinners. And then I would just say, oh, I'm a fucking Christian. Shut the fuck up. That's not how it works. But, hold on, do we got a belch brewing? False alarm, but this one's going to come out, gang. And when it does, it's going to be stuff of fucking legend. Back on topic. But I would go to today's churches, and it was nothing to see people in shorts, in t-shirts, in flip-flops. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? So churches change. My point is, <clears throat> do they still preach about hell? Yeah. But it's nicer now. When I was a kid, it was nothing. You're going to be tortured forever. Please go fuck yourself. And you fucking chose it because you're a dirty fucking sinner. Right? It was nothing for us to say that. Now, again, gang, I don't say this lightly. I do not. The only difference between the rapist who rapes Raw dog and the one who rapes while wearing a condom is the condom. It's still a fucking rape, asshole. Go fuck yourself. You're, you're not more valiant because you use the condom. You see what I'm saying? And this is why I'm saying I'm not using that analogy lightly. The only difference between the 1980s Christians who straight up said, you're going to burn in hell, period, in the story, and the ones who now say, uh, I mean, <clears throat> to tell you this but yeah <laughs> i mean you're gonna i mean it's it's not really torture but you're without god so it's it's like torture and i mean he loves you the only difference between that and again it, it, it is nothing at the end of the day you're still telling someone you're gonna burn in hell and be tortured forever again wrapping brass knuckles and cotton does not lessen the fact that you just hit someone with a pair of brass knuckles, right? So again, it, it, Christianity is the same, but it's different, right? Again, it's a whole, you know, I, I remember at work once, again, I was definitely an atheist at this point, and a coworker was talking about, my voice just cracked, <clears throat> I can't remember what my coworker was talking about, but I jumped into the conversation. 
That's where I work. That's the way it works out. There are very few exceptions, but there's no such thing as a private conversation. Now, when I jumped into it, this person wanted to pump the brakes because I was an atheist. I was like, no, let me keep that same energy, playboy. Keep talking, right? I, I want to get down on this. And I can't remember what he said or what exactly we were talking about. And I used the word religion. And I still remember he was like, <laughs> no wonder, Robert. I mean, no wonder your name. <laughs> no, no, it's not a religion, Robert. <laughs> it's a relationship. I was like, okay, you know what? Pump the brakes there, fuckface. Let me ask you a question. Is your relationship the belief in and worship of a supernatural deity? You know what he said? Yes. I was like, way to go, fuck knuckle. You just agreed to the definition of religion. Again, it, Christianity, religion, what it's really good at, it's mixing the integers in a, in a mass uh, problem and then acting like it got a different answer, right? <laughs> oh, no wonder, Robert. No wonder you're an atheist. Okay, okay, I see the problem. I see the problem. I see the problem. So, so, so the way you were raised, three plus two equals five. <laughs> no wonder, Robert. Okay, so the, so the real issue is, it's not three plus two equals five, Robert. It's two plus three. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. At the end of the day, you still got to five. That's all Christianity has done. Okay, it just simply softened its tone. Now, back to fucking Christian apologetics. I'm sure this is a practice probably older than I am. We just didn't have that shit when I was a kid. But now, it's way more out there. You got the internet. I mean, there are no more secrets. Now, I told you guys a million times before. I think it's Latin or Greek, but the translation uh, the root of the word is apologia, if I'm not mistaken, which means to explain or defend. I already told you, the Cajun definition of apologia is, I'm going to fucking lie to your face. Right? I mean, it is word games on top of word games, on top of foolishness, on top of nonsense. And if we start rolling these fucked up ass tapes first, I need some alcohol. Can you guys hear the congestion setting in? I'm telling you, living in South Texas, Central Texas, fucking blows. But back on topic. <clears throat> Gang, let me tell you something about the Christian God. If the Christian God literally needs apologists to make his point, he is not worthy of respect, much less fucking worship, right? I mean, again, it is just word games. And before we jump in these tapes real fast, uh, one of the biggest ones, Fuckface Sites in Bruggengate, I got blocked off of this. It's one of my greatest achievements on fucking Twitter. But this was long before he did the rape. But he was pulling his same bullshit. And, you know, how do you know this? How do you know that? Blah, 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 blah. And then all I did was put... His bullshit, back on him. Except, instead of saying you're God, all I said was my girlfriend, right? My girlfriend is, you know, the beginning of all knowledge, blah, 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 blah. And, and I'm trying to remember what he said. Oh, I, it was something on the, I'm trying to remember. But his response was, 
Yeah. But your girlfriend is not, you know, the foundation of all knowledge, whatever the fuck his comeback was, right? <clears throat> this was years ago, which I don't remember it word for one the fucking word. Buddy, where are you going, dude? Okay, back on topic. Any response was this normal bullshit about, you know, my girlfriend doesn't explain the... But my response to him was, yeah, she actually is. And you already know it. It's written on your or some shit like that. He blocked me. Right? He, I did to him exactly what he does to everyone else. And that is in, assert what it is. I know what's going on in your brain better than you do. Right? That's all Christian apologetics is. Right? Are you really meaning to tell me that your God's okay with rape? Because he says that in Deuteronomy. And instead of addressing the fucking actual issue, what do they say? Well, if there is no God, what's wrong with rape? Again, that's all Christian apologetics is. Making some bullshit-ass answers for simple questions. Now, gang, I found this fuck on accident. The Christian apologist. How on the nose is that? <clears throat> the first video is who created God? Now, I haven't seen these fucking videos, but let me tell you something, gang. This is a very common question. Right? If you're going to sit here and say everything needs a beginning, like the Kalam cosmological, blah, shut the fuck up. If you're going to sit here and tell me everything needs a beginning, then I, it's very fair for me to ask you, again, if everything needs a beginning, if everything needs a creation, a creator, who created your God? So apparently, this fuck knuckle is going to answer that question. <clears throat> Before I even roll this tape, how much do you guys want to bet it's going to be argument from a special exception? You guys ready? Let's roll the tape. If God is the creator of all things, and according to the contingency argument stating that all things are created for a purpose by either an external force or by necessity out of nature, then who exactly created God? Find out in this video, coming right up. All right, this is going to suck the left nut, guaranteed. The simplest answer to who created God is nobody and nothing created God. God wasn't and isn't created by either. Pause the tape. What did I tell you? That's Christian apologetics right there 100%. Argument from special exception, right? Yeah, the contingency argument. Everything needs a beginning. Everything needs a creator. This necklace needed a creator. Apparently, Robert Reed needed a fucking creator. This house needed a fucking creator. The universe in which I live needed a creator. What about your God? Nope. That is, by definition, argument from special exception. I remember when Matt Dillahunty was talking to fuckface Stephanie Thomason, <clears throat> and he nailed her monkey ass on argument, what was it? Argument from ignorance, which is defined as, I can't think of a better way, therefore my answer is right. And it's a whole, you know, why were the apostles so brave? Right? And Matt was like, that is argument from ignorance. You know what she said? No, it's not. Then her monkey ass turned around and did an entire half hour video on how that wasn't argument from exception. But you know what, gang? It was argument from exception. He's going to do the exact same thing that Stephanie Thomason did. You want to know why? Both of these idiots are fucking apologists. Roll the tape. An external force, nor was he created out of necessity. 
God is not a created being. If God was a created being, then he wouldn't be much of a God in the first place. And here's what I mean. You have to look at it like this. If God was created by either an external force, then that external force would have to be more powerful than God. Therefore, not making him all powerful. Pause the tape. What did I just say? How many more times can you apologist peel back that fucking banana? Seriously. That is argument from special except I'm not even a philosophy guy, right? But again, that falls in the fucking category. If you're going to tell me if there's 100 things that fall into this one fucking category and the one thing that you're hanging an asterisk by and you can't prove it otherwise does not, welcome to fucking argument from a special exception, right? Everything needs a beginning. And if God needed a beginning, then that thing would be the beginning. Blah, 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 blah. Shut the fuck up. Roll the tape. We're not making it to the end of this. I'm going to have a stroke. This mother. him from being called God. If God was created out of necessity by nature, then the same logic applies as before. Something other than God would have to be more powerful than he is also rendering him from being called God. Now, what if there was another being that created God? Yeah. That's a very good question. But Pause the tape. I actually remember asking this question on the way to church. I do. I remember asking, who is God's parents? Who are God's parents? You know what my parents said? Get your black ass in the car. Right? Because I'm sitting there. It's me and my sibling, my parents. I'm trying to put shit together. And I do remember asking that. Who's God's mom and dad? If I've got a mom and dad, if Marty's got a mom and dad, if Dee Dee's got a mom and if we all have a mom and dad. And again, you, you Christians, you keep using masculine pronouns. So as a kid and even as an adult, you know, our Heavenly Father, him, made it his image. I'm thinking a fucking dude. So my fucking little brat-ass brain is thinking, who are his parents? And my parents gave me an answer based on the best available information. Get your black ass in the car, right? Because it was the same foolishness that they were fed, so they fed me the same bullshit, right? Again, same thing here, right? Well, if God needed a creator, then that creator is the actual creator of the creation of the creator, and I say, shut the fuck up. And again, roll the tape. Let's do it. Then that being himself would be called God instead, since that being is obviously going to be more powerful and more knowledgeable than our God, Yahweh. Is that a now, fact? He can only transgress so far back until you came to the first call. Pause the tape. He's absolutely right. And you know the difference between my voice just cracked? You know the difference between us and them? He's right. You can only peel back so far until you get to that stopping point. Except when you're honest, you get to that stopping point and you say, I don't know. I don't know. Science said again, despite what fuckface Frank Turk and no, thank we again. I'm too sad to fuck with his monkey ass, but despite what he says, right again, he's like Fox News. He just sit there and belches out some bullshit with no foundation. Well, even atheists are saying that the world has a beginning or the universe has a beginning. No, we're not. No, we are not. You want to know why? One, atheism does not speak to the beginning of the fucking universe, asshole. But credible scientists, the overwhelming majority of credible fucking scientists, will all tell you the same thing. We don't know. You get to a point where you just have to be honest and say, I don't know. That's the difference between us and these fucking apologists. 
They get to that sticking point and is it God? When in fact, the answer is, we don't know. And I remember this quid saying this. The problem with these fuckers is that they feel like they have nothing to learn. And she's absolutely right. I told you, they got that skeleton key of an answer. No matter what the question, God seems to be the fucking answer. Roll the tape. Now, one might say that if, what if there are two gods instead of one? But once again, this leads to there being only one true God because for two gods to exist, either simultaneously or independently. Pause the tape. I don't know what the big fancy term is. I call it bullshit. What if there's two gods? Fuck, or what if there's three gods? What if it's Hinduism and there's a shit ton of gods? Right? This fucker is coming at it with this, in my opinion, false assumption that he's, bam, 100% correct. Right? Well, again, well, there's two gods. Well, that is good. Jesus Christ. Shut the fuck up. That's the problem with you Christians. You don't feel like you have anything left to fucking learn. Again, let's rewind this maybe five or six episodes when uh, a follower who I do like and respect accused us atheists of having echo chambers and there's nothing unique about our answers. Well, as it turns out, we're responding to the same bullshit. That's why our answers never change, right? Christians pick up a new script and maybe we atheists will learn some new shit. Roll the tape. Oops. One of them has to be lacking something that the other has, and that would lead to only one God having all the attributes of a God. And if you're following me so far, because that's a lot to sink in, let's move on to the philosophical discussion of why God cannot have been a created being. Try me. First, you need to dissect the attributes of what characteristics are considered to be God. Now, this list would include, oh, but it's not limited to, don't perfection say. without having any kind of flaws. Um, they lack in nothing. Next is being would have to be timeless, spaceless, oh. immaterial, personal, powerful, omniscient. Pause the tape. Okay. Again, <clears throat> your definition of God, Christians, only makes sense in your fucking circle. Okay? God is a timeless, spaceless, immaterial, disembodied mind, blah, 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 blah. That literally makes as much sense as saying God lamppost, iPhone, elbow, fecal matter. Therefore, big toes, street sign, oranges don't have sleeves. Now, what you don't seem to understand, necklaces equal four, but eyeball is liver, therefore New Orleans Saints. Right? That all you fuckers did was string words together. That literally, you literally, gay, what you don't know is fucking... Uh, the Avengers are on in the fucking background. You just described Thor. You, you, you did. Right? You, you, you literally described something that does not fucking exist. Time and space is what we use to describe existence. I still remember fourth grade. Berkey, if you watch this, you're going to laugh. Miss Decent. That was the one teacher that Berkey and I had in common. Miss Decent. In fourth grade, I still remember, you would clap. Matter has weight and takes up space. Matter has weight and takes up space. Time and space is how we measure fucking existence. 
numbnuts. Otherwise, you just described Spider-Man. He's timeless and spaceless. He's immaterial. I learned against that in the fourth fucking grade, right? A disembodied mind. What the fuck is a disembodied mind other than a string of verbal nonsense, okay? Let's wrap this up. Roll the tape. Let's let's wrap this thing up before halftime. Come on. Uh, omnipotent, omnipresent, moral, loving, and without any sin ever. These are the characteristics of what we call God. Okay. If God was a created being, then that means he would have been created, whether he had been created in time or space out of material, and would be lacking in something his creator has. In order to have been created, we know God has to be timeless, spaceless, and immaterial just by looking at Einstein's theory of general relativity. Oh, uh, uh, you know, let's hold on, hold on. Relativity in which it states that for anything to have come into existence, time, space, and matter has to come together at the exact same time. So before the universe even began, there was no time, there was no space, there was no material. So that tells us that whatever created the universe has to live outside those realms. They're okay, pause the tape, in the tape, he can go fuck himself. You know we have more of his bullshit to deal with. Gang, nothing he said made any scientific sense at all whatsoever. That was lethally fucking unintelligent. His mindset is completely unmolested by fucking enlightenment. I have never in my life heard of such fucking bullshit. I'm serious. And I still got two more of his fucking videos to break down. That wasn't argument for a special exception. That was just bullshit. Again, Christians, this shit only works so far as long as you were sitting in your fucking circle jerk saying, oh, God is a timeless, spaceless, immaterial, disembodied mind. God, shut the fuck up. That, none of that, that was four minutes that I will never get back. That was useless. That was garbage. Again, why does it, again, apparently we football players are the dumb jocks. Why does it take the dumb fucking jock to tell you guys that was sitting on some bullshit? Holy shit, I need another fucking drink. Where's the squid? I, I need some chicken fried steak to make this pain go. That, that, that was fucking terrible. But gang, thanks to the world's greatest DJ, I'm looking at the clock. And I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Now I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Gin and Truth. Black. You guys know that? Breaking news. Hope you guys are sitting down. I'm black. Were you guys aware of that? All right, let, let's get YouTube back up and running. What the fuck's going on? Okay, that's uh, got to be more careful. Okay. <laughs> got to be more careful. Gang, that's what they taught us in Louisiana. 
So you didn't blaspheme. Instead of saying, God damn it, it was got to be more careful. Okay, YouTube, you're up. Three, the two, the one. YouTube, now you are up and running. Speed of the Puma. Who knows Speed of the Puma? If you know Speed of the Puma, hit me up in the fucking comment section. All right, gang, let's get back on topic. So we're still talking about the fuck knuckle, it, uh, the Christian apologist. Again, how fucking fitting for today's show. Now, actually, which is weird. So apparently some of you guys have the same issues that I have. So yeah, I didn't sleep an ounce really last night. And so I was going over a bunch of YouTube shit, just trying to entertain myself. And I was like, I'm going to read my analytics. That stuff reads like fucking stereo instructions. But some of my highest viewed videos are me talking about atheism, my path to atheism, uh, me taking on Christian apologetics, and talking about blatant racism. So here we are. And you know what? Fuck it. If you guys have a suggestion for next uh, some upcoming shows, hit Uncle Bobby up in the fucking uh, se- uh, comment section. And if you're new to this show, which again, my, my uh, subscriber count is climbing. Thanks. Welcome aboard. Again, like the things, subscribe to the things, comment on the things, or importantly, share the things. But thank you guys so much. If you guys have any suggestions on the next upcoming shows, let's fucking talk about it. But this fucking Christian apologist The next video is If God Called Murder Good. Okay. Gang, hold on. Can you guys smell it? I can already smell argument from special exception. Let's roll the tape. So I saw a debate where an atheist asked the apologist that if God was to say murder is good, would that make God immoral? Common question. The question is asked as a modern-day euthyphro dilemma. And and what do I mean by that is that Plato wrote a dialogue, and in the dialogue, Socrates asked euthyphro, is an act right because God says so? Right. Or does God say so because of try? So, see, either way. Pause the tape. So, kind of the long and the short on the euthyphro dilemma, it is God a slave to his omnipotence? Right? Is God a slave to his own all-knowing bullshit, his own powerful bullshit? Right? So that, that's kind of the long of the short on the Euthyphro dilemma. Is God a slave to his own power? All right? That's a very common and even logical question. Roll the tape. Euthyphro answered, it would show that God can call anything good, including rape or murder, etc., or it would show that God is not the standard of good. So the reason this dilemma is a fallacy is because God is the standard of good. He doesn't look towards something that is higher than himself to see if something is good, or he can't call something evil good because he is the standard of good. See, God's spirit is exactly what good means. See, he cannot deviate from that. Pause the tape. So here we are already talking about some bullshit. That's what I'm talking about, about this skeleton key of an answer. No matter what the question, God is the fucking answer. Let's rewind that just a little bit. Hold on. This motherfucker. Something evil good, because he is the standard of good. See, God's spirit is... Pause the tape. I remember saying this about fuckface Frank Turk. Because a kid in the audience, which again, I think it's predatory, that professional apologists 
go to college campuses to fucking get a bunch of 20-year-olds and a gotcha question, right? And the kid asked the exact same fucking question. And I knew fuckface Frank Turk was sitting on some bullshit when he used the filler. It's like, uh, say that again? And it was a, what do you mean by that? He heard what that kid said. He just needed his time to, to formulate a fucked up ass answer. And you know what fuckface Frank Turk said? God is knowledge. Shut the fuck up. So again, th- hold on. That's what is strictly what good means. So he can again. God is light. God is knowledge. God is light. God is wisdom. God is this. God is that. No matter what they you ask, God is. No matter how much it does not fit, they're gonna jam the God answer into. Shut the fuck up. Roll the tape. Deviate from that. He can't deviate it from it all. It would be the same as saying that a white rabbit could turn brown if it chooses to. Um, there are other th- there are things that God can't do. Like God cannot call evil good or vice versa. See, God cannot make a married bachelor and God cannot make a square circle. I'm sure you pause the tape. So here's my problem with that bullshit. I remember saying this to a Christian a while back. Right? Again, your God is all powerful, right? Right. Okay. Is there anything that your God can't do? No, God can do anything. And then I'm like, but you just literally gave me a laundry list of shit that your God can't do, which kind of negates the whole God is all powerful, which is kind of new, right? Because it's sides and fuckface Bruggenkate has said it, fuckface Frank Turk has said it, said it. God is capable of doing all things that are logical, or God can only do things that are logical. You know what, fuckface? That sounds a lot like Robert motherfucking Reed. Right? Again, you can't tell me. Again, your God can create a universe by sitting on a cloud and talking to his fucking self. You mean that fucker can create all of this but can't find loopholes for your little logical word games? Again, I'm just don't buy it. Why do you think I'm a fucking atheist? Roll the tape. These arguments before. And so now, some would say to choose to argue that if God can't do those things, then he isn't all powerful. Right. Which that doesn't make any sense. See, because there are actually things that humans can do that God can't do. Like what? Well, everything like sin. We can sin. Those are Pause the tape. How many more fucking asterisks and caveats can you throw in there, fuckface? Right. Again, you're... Your God is not miraculous. Sometimes cancers and other diseases, they just go away. Right? You, you, you want to impress the shit out of me? Do something that, right, we just don't have records for. I really am trying to think about some bullshit. Like when I wake up tomorrow, I want to be 7 foot 12. Right? But again, it's just, he can do all things that are logical, which means... He's no better or no worse than me. Again, this, again, and if an apologist was here, he or she would sit here for the next 27 hours spinning bullshit. Again, it's like the topic of rape. The topic of rape is very easy. I think rape is bad. Here, well, let me get a drink. That was the world's quickest discussion and debate, wasn't it? Right? Please go fuck yourself. Right? Again, the, these, these are simple Question. At best, just say, I don't know. 
But if you're just going to sit here and continue to spin, excuse on top of excuse, again, you're an apologist. Roll the tape. Buddy, what do you want? Hold on. Buddy wants water. So we can do that God can't do. But doing those things is, isn't like, it's not about having power, but it's about contradictions. Oh, no amount go. of power can make a man be married and be a bachelor at the same time. There's just no way. I mean, it's just not logically possible. God can't do things that aren't logical. There's no amount of power that can be used that would a square would ever be considered a circle. Now, God could turn a square into a circle, but now it's no longer a square, but it would be considered a circle. So by Pause the tape. Let's rewind the tape. Did you can seriously go fuck himself? Didn't I call it? I, yeah, let's rewind it. Hold on. Is, isn't like, it's not about having power, but it's about contradictions. No amount of power can make a man be married and be a bachelor at the same time. There's just no way. I mean, it's just not logically possible. God can't do things that aren't logical. There's Ballsy Tate, shut the fuck up, right? I think about the fuckface Ray Comforts, right? There's 137 million you know, light-sensitive cells in the eye. It's so complex. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Again, I've already said this. We've all said this. Simplicity is the hallmark of superior design, not complexity. So, again, he's right about one thing. Fucking contradictory bullshit. Right? Your, your God created this super complicated fucking universe, but dot, dot, dot. Now all these things like married bachelors, one-knitted sticks, everything like that. Apparently, holy shit, God can't do it. Again, God is all powerful. There's nothing that God can't do except for this laundry list of shit I'm going to present to you that God can't do. Roll the tape. No amount of power that can be used that would a square would ever be considered a circle. Now, God could turn a square into a circle, but now it's no longer a square, but it would be considered a circle. Okay, pause. You know what? Pause the tape in the tape. He can go fuck himself. Okay, again, he's right about one thing, and that's the contradictory nature of this foolish ass nonsense. You know what else is fucking impossible? You know what else is not logically possible? A pregnant virgin. But some way, somehow, your God found a way. You know what else is logically fucking impossible? A talking snake and a talking donkey. You know what else is fucking logically impossible? A man putting a fucking stick in the middle of a fucking sea and it splits fucking backwards. You know what else is fucking logically fucking impossible? A dude who gets tortured to fucking death, stabbed to fucking death, he's fucking buried, then he comes back to life three days later. Please go fuck yourself. None of those things that I just named are logically possible. So why is this the special exception? Why can't your God make a fucking uh, square circle? Why can't your God make a one-ended stick? Why can't your God make a married bachelor? But apparently he's got the juice to create a pregnant virgin. So again, this is just excuse, heaped upon excuse, heaped upon more bullshit. Hold on, there's another tape around here somewhere, gang. Oh, okay. This one, I probably should save this one for last. But y'all know Uncle Bobby does not make good decisions with his life. 
Does God condone rape? I have this horrible feeling that this is going to be fucked so up. Does God really suggest that women that are raped should have to marry their rapists? I mean, many people think this is what's being said in the Old Testament. Because it so is. What does it really say? Find out in this video. Pause the tape. So it took um, about 15 seconds to say that. Gang, again, the topic of rape is very easy. Again, when you need a Christian apologist to make, and this one, a four-minute and 32-second video, uh, we're not getting through it. I can smell this already. Then you're, you're f shut the fuck up. The topic of rape is very easy to fucking discuss. Rape blows. That's it. Right? The rapist should be punished to the fullest extent of the fucking law. That's it. If you need five minutes, if you need an entire chapter of a fucking book, if you need Christian apologetics to spin and spin and spin, you are already lying. You are already lying. Roll the tape. Coming right up. Yeah, it's coming right up. Go fuck yourself. Okay, so in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 22, verse 23 to 24, this is what it says. If there is a young woman who is a virgin engaged to a man and another man encounters her in the city and sleeps with her, take the two of them out to the gate of that city and stone them to death. The young woman, because she did not cry out in the city, and the man, because he is... Pause the take. First, I got to get buddy. But two, this guy can go fuck himself. Again, so if, if the lady makes the choice to fuck a dude, apparently, ah, that is a crime punishable by death. Now, again, it all depends. Again, the inerrant word of God has 30,000 plus denominations and dozens interpretations of the Bible. Please go fuck yourself. Yes, in some versions, it says sleep with. In some versions, it says lie with, lay with. Some versions, it says rape. But let's just say this was casual sex. Christians, have you ever heard of this thing called fun? Sometimes people fuck because it's fun. Were you guys aware of that? And there, there's no need to have a discussion on whether we should murder someone because their genitals got stimulated. Holy shit. Roll the tape. Violated his neighbor's fiance. Now, in these verses, it's speaking... Pause the tape. So again, let's say... She was betrothed. Let's say she was engaged to Jim, but she fucked Bob. Okay, she cheated. Two people cheated in that scenario. Okay, uh, that, that's it. That's the end of the fucking story. Why are we talking about death penalties? Shut the fuck up. Again, I'm not going to say shit. Roll the tape. Two people having consensual sex, and the woman is engaged to another man. It's not rape. She did not cry out. It was consensual sex. Notice it says that she did not, let me repeat that, did not cry out. That's Pause the tape. Why is this 100% on the woman? 
again, again, I, I got to write a fucking book. I have been saying this since I was a fucking kid, right? If it's not rape, it's one of two things, masturbation or rape. Okay, in this case, we're talking about sex. So if that's the case, we're talking about a man and a woman who apparently, according to this Bible verse, made the conscious decision to bump uglies. Why is this all about the woman? I wonder why that is. Roll the tape. A way of saying is she was not unwillingly a participant. She was a part of it. She wanted it. She wasn't being forced into having sex. She wasn't being raped. But now in verses 25 to 26, it says, but if the man encounters an engaged woman in the open country and he seizes and rapes her, only the man who raped her must die. See, do nothing to the woman because she is not guilty of an offense deserving death. Keep going. This verse, these verses. Hold on. He's leaving some shit out, gang. I guarantee you he's leaving shit out. I'm not going to lose any sleep over rapists getting that kind of punishment. I'll just say that. He's leaving something out. He's an apologist, which means he's a fucking liar. Roll the tape. He's leaving something out. I can smell it. Speaking of rape, and only the man should be put to death. See, God strictly forbids anything from happening to the woman. See, also in Deuteronomy chapter 22, verses 28 to 29. Ah, uh, this is the verse that I hang my hat on. I, I told you, he's fucking, hold on, roll it. And finds a young woman who is a virgin who is not betrothed. Basically, she is not engaged to nobody. And he seizes her and he lies with her and they are found out. No. Then the no. man who lay with her shall give to the young woman's father 50 shekels of silver and she shall be his wife because he has humbled her. Shut the fuck no, up. Shut the fuck up. Again, this is what I'm talking about, gang. Shut the fuck up. That is only one version of that verse. Again, your inerrant, perfect word of God has dozens of translations. Your perfect and errant word of God literally has 30,000 plus denominations, each one thinking they are right while the other one is dead wrong. Please go fuck yourself. No, that is a version of that fucking verse. But the one that I hang my hat on is if a man rapes a virgin who is not betrothed, in other words, she is not engaged, right? So again, Podcasters, you can't see me. YouTubers, you can't. Her pussy is in a glass box and it's sitting literally behind her fucking father. It's not break in case of emergency. It's break when you can't afford to buy it. Back then and pretty much right now, a woman's worth is simply is what is between her legs. Deuteronomy 28 and 29 is literally a you break it, you buy it clause. If she's not engaged to be married, betrothed, and if you rape her, you have to buy her because you have taken not the one thing from her that is valuable. No, you've taken the one thing from her father what is valuable. He is no longer able 
to ask for a suitable bride price because now the father is literally selling used goods. So yeah, he's going to find the one verse that makes him feel good about the bullshit that he's peddling. But again, please notice how all this comes down on the shoulders of the fucking woman. And again, I've sat here. I was there and I've had two uh, pastors sit there, monkey ass, right there and tell me, well, Robert, that's a good thing because that's how they took care of women back in those days. I mean, Robert, if she was raped, who would want her? I'm like, fucker, one, I need you to say that again, but slower. So you can hear the bullshit that just left your mouth. And I truly hope that if you have daughters, you never say that foolishness in front of them. So they do not internalize the hatred that you have for them simply because you fucked your wife and a girl came out of her vagina. That is nothing but hate. Roll this fucked up ass tape. Be permitted to divorce her all his days. Once again, this is consensual sex. And once again, no, it's not. the woman who is not engaged to another man has consensual sex with the man before marriage. That is what's going on. See, the man is forced to marry her because for one... Pause the tape. Gang, this reminds me of the debate I saw between Shannon Q and the human shit stain, otherwise known as G-Man. Now, you know you're fucked up when Stephanie Fuckface Thomason, the creature, scots your back. And I remember they're on Modern Day Debate. And gang, I'll be good goddamn. Jeep, can you guys hear my dryer? Again, that's a brand new model. I told you, when the squids goes off, it sings. My shit yells at me. But back on topic. They talked about this verse, and G-Man did not dispute the fact that that's what the Bible said. If you rape a virgin who's not engaged to be married, you got to pay for it. G-Man straight up, I don't know, and this fucker will say, G-Man's not an actual Christian. Go fuck yourself. But G-Man was like, that's a great thing. That's a phenomenal thing. And he turned around and told Shannon Q, I mean, I mean, if Bill Gates raped you, I mean, I would want Bill Gates to rape me. Because if he rapes you, holy shit, he's got to marry you. And now you're, you're a billionaires, right? YouTubers, you can't see me. YouTubers, you can't. And you just saw Shannon do like this. Uh, podcasters, her jaw just dropped. And there's my dryer again. Hold on. It's got one more in it. Hold on. My air conditioning just cut on. Okay. And all she could say was, stop. No, stop. Stop. And I remember commenting because I watched the debate and I was like, Shannon is all of us right now. Right? So again, th this is the problem, Christians, when you don't make your own shit up as you go. And I know, according to you guys, that's bad. But out here in the real world, that's what we do. And yes, sometimes 
we make mistakes. But I can pretty much guarantee that without your fucking mumbo-jumbo games, you would agree with me. Rape fucking blows. Again, you, you don't need to sit here and dissect all the bullshit that your God apparently said. Now, again, he picked the version of that verse that makes him feel good about himself. But I can find, without even trying hard, six versions of that exact same verse that backs my claim. That if she's raped, you got to pay for it because it is literally a you break it, you buy it clause. Roll the tape. Those days, and it would really help on now, it would stop people from just sleeping around. And two, it stopped people from having children out of wedlock. I mean, seriously, can you just imagine how many less children will be born out of wedlock? Pause the tape. You know what? Pause the tape, end the tape. I don't want to hear that bullshit. He's right, actually. But like the NCAA argument, it does not lend itself to reality. And by the NCAA argument, it's, it's, a, it's persona non grata now. It's totally incognito. Oh, well, if you just need to play college football, we don't have to have the discussion on whether you should get paid. You're right. You are absolutely right. And you're absolutely right. But you never guess what, fuckface. People right now are dipping into their kids' college account to pay for season tickets. There's going to be another football season. So maybe we should talk about reality. Right? I just belt. Same thing here. He's absolutely right. If we didn't have sex, we don't have to worry about pregnancies, STDs, shit like that. He's right. If you saved yourself for marriage, that would cut out some fucking issues and talking points. He's absolutely right. But hold on. In that five-second dramatic pause, do you know how many millions of people just busted a nut Globally, how many of those people aren't married? Right again, the, his argument does not lend itself to fucking reality. Right, it's like we wouldn't need oncologists if people just wouldn't have cancer. Right, we wouldn't need Lipitor if people just would stop having high cholesterol. I wouldn't be so fucking upset if my ex-wife didn't exist. All these things make logical sense, but none of them lend themselves to fucking reality. So let's just end this bullshit, right? If you need a professional liar to make yourself feel good about the topic of rape, it's one of two reasons. You are a fucking rapist or you're a Christian apologist. Gang, Thanks to the world's greatest DJ, I'm looking at the clock again. And I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back for part three of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Let's go. Jim, and truth, yeah.
black again. Let's get YouTube up and running. <clears throat> Thanks, you guys, for listening to me babble. This is actually kind of slightly, maybe even a little helping a little bit. All right, we got the three, the two, the one for you, Mom. Go Saints. All right, gang. Let's get to fucking part three of this Christian apologetic bullshit nonsense. They're just going to fucking raise my fucking blood pressure and the blase and the glavenoids. All right, so the last one up, it's the same fucking YouTube channel. Christian apologists. Again, way too much on the nose. I respond to an atheist comments. Must see. Let's do this up. Is there any capitalism? What's going on? Unavailable offline. Why is this offline, gang? I told you guys. When this becomes my full-time job and I've got a production crew and everything else, we're going to look back at this. And we're going to fucking laugh our asses off. So hold on. Come on, come on, it's back online, do your stuff, do your things. You guys just talk amongst yourselves. Why, why is this not working? Probably because there is a God and doesn't want me to have a stroke. Oh, he wants hey me guys, to have a stroke. The first video I made about Germania, I got a lot yeah, of Yeah, yeah, fast forward. Now, I'm just a, extremely evil to be okay with a God. Oh, wait, hold on. So on no the opening. Theory very clearly. Stay tuned and find out what this comment was what my reply is. Okay. The Christian apologist, Richard Long. So on my video to Atheist Germania, a gentleman who goes by Greg Letter left a comment. Now, I'm just assuming that he's claiming to be an atheist, so he never actually comes out and says it. Okay. So it's really the only assumption that I have to go on. And this is exactly what he says. He says that it is extremely evil to be okay with a God that would allow someone to be burned alive here on earth or in hell. And to condone evil is to be evil, and to condone extreme evil is to be extremely evil. So basically, he's just trying to... Pause the tape. I already agree with this person, the commenter. I think I told you guys about some bullshit at work where someone, and yeah, I did. In order for this person and their family to uh, join this fucked up ass Christian organization, they had to sign some fucked up ass piece of paper with a profession of faith on it. One of the professions of faith is marriage is between one man and one woman. And when I called this person out, called this person a fucking bigot and a homophobe, they dug their heels in, right? Then all of a sudden they did their fucking tap dance, right? I'm not a homophobe. Well, I don't really believe that. It's just a spiritual belief, blah, 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 blah. It's like, you can go fuck yourself. And I told this person, again, if your kid, your white kids are in the middle of a room of people screaming the word nigger and making lynching jokes and your kids do not speak out against it, how do I tell the difference? Right? As far as I know, your fucked up ass kids are part of this group. Now that analogy just made me lose my spot. Hold on, let's rewind it. I, hold on. Say that God is oh, yeah. here. Pause the tape. You know, a, a God that will burn you alive on earth because that's what Revelation says, fuck faces. It does. 
a God that will burn me on earth and burn me forever, right? It's kind of like, is it evil? The blah is in the glavenoid. Yeah, and I think that's pretty fucking evil, and I don't need a fucking God to tell me so. And if you support that, how do I tell the difference? The exact same person who put their name on that fucked up as profession of faith is the exact same person who I've asked this exact same question to. Well, I'm not going to debate you on whether the Bible says I'm going to go to hell. I'm asking you, do you think it is moral? I've been asking that person this question for at least five years. I have yet to get an answer. What's the difference between the executioner who carries out the execution and the person who supports the executioner? How do I tell the difference? Roll the tape. On earth or in hell. And to condone evil is to be evil, and to condone extreme evil is to be extremely evil. Check. So basically, he's just trying to say that God is extremely evil. Check. Because people catch on fire or get caught in house fires around here or because, you know, people go to hell. But the first thing I have to ask is where in the Bible specifically does God or Jesus ever condone evil? What? I mean, now, if you're speaking of when God commanded the Israelites to kill the Canaanites, I mean, the first thing that we have to understand is that if God is real, and he is, then God doesn't kill anyone, first off. He just moves their location. Second Pause the tape. Go fuck yourself. Again, that's a very common Christian apologetic fucking comeback. Right? You don't really die. You just change locations. Again, an analogy I do not use loosely. I raped that person, but I used a condom. You want a fucking cookie, numb nuts? You still rape that person, right? Again, again, these are all excuses for bullshit, right? Roll the tape, this motherfucker. Have you not read what the Canaanites were doing? I mean, they were committing all kinds of perverse sexual immorality. With the pause the tape again, shut the fuck up, and please go fuck yourself, right? According to the Christian rule book, the free will of the rapist is more important than the mental health of the person on the receiving end of that rape. Fuckface Frank Turk says the exact same thing. Well, have you seen what the Canaanites were doing? Hey, God, make it not happen. Right? Oh, well, Robert, that violates your free will. Shut the fuck up. Because apparently, again, I told Fuckface Sigart this. We have perfection models. Eden was perfect. And apparently there was free will before Rib Woman ate a piece of fruit. Apparently after we die and you go to heaven, there's no sin and we get to keep free will. Fun. Again, more, again, God can do anything except Keep things right on earth where, you know, things need to be demonstrated. We're not making it to this tape, gang. We're just not. Roll the tape. Each other and animals, and they were literally burning their babies alive on the melting hot arms of Moloch, a god. Now, atheists ask all the time, why, if God is so good, does he not rid the world of evil? But yet it's funny because when he does rid the world of evil, y'all call him immoral. Positate another very common Christian apologetic comeback. 
When God does rid the world of evil, you guys call him evil. Shut your fucking mouth and shut the fuck up. The Canaanites did what they did because that was God's plan. Remember that whole unchanging perfect plan? And how can your three-pound brain understand the greatness of God? Blah, 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 blah. Now shut the fuck up and give me 10% of your income as I tell you about the mind of God. These are all excuses. And they're all very bad excuses. Right? Again, we atheists complain when God gets rid of evil. Okay? There's an enormous difference between judgment and shitty judgment. Right? Again, this the whole Canaanite slaughter bullshit could have been solved if God, according to his perfect plan, just wouldn't let that shit happen. Please go fuck yourself. Roll the tape. They'll call him evil. Because he is. Also, the Bible never mentions torturing in hell. And I don't know where anybody ever comes up with that. Pause the tape, fuck knuckle. We get it from you guys. Gnashing of teeth, eternal torment. You know, uh, completely shut the fuck. I don't have the I don't have the inclination to go through all the fucking excuses. Right? Again, please notice, gang, how you have never talked to the one Christian who's gotten it wrong. Right? I've heard that before. I get another Christian apologetic bullshit. Show me in the Bible where it says that you're tortured. Holy shit, have you read your fucking Bible? Roll the tape. It mentions torment. It does not mention torture. Torment goes on here on earth. Okay, you know what? Pause the tape and go fuck yourself. I told you guys this. Kenny, the one pastor that I talked to the most, I remember talking to he and one of his friends, right? And again, I said the exact same thing. And this fucker pretty much said the exact same that this asshole said, right? It's like, dude, are you really going to sit here and tell me that eternal torment is on the books and it's good to go? <laughs> Robert, hello. It's not torment. It's not torture. You're just separated from God. So it's like torture. Hello. Again, I didn't rape her. At least I used a condom. I didn't rape him. At least I used a condom. Again, Christians, all you do is switch numbers in a math equation and act like you got a, the, a same answer. And before some asshole makes an uh, observation, it's like switching numbers in an addition problem and coming up with a different solution. Please go fuck yourself. Roll the tape. Stress, worry, those kinds of things, that's torment. And the Bible uses fire to describe the severity of hell. Because the Bible also says that hell is a total, oh. utter darkness. I knew it. I Funny. knew it. I knew he was going to say that. It's how do you have uh, fire and darkness all at the same time? I don't know, fuckface. Ask the fuckers who wrote the fucking Bible. Again, shut the fuck up. For the 50 Christians that will tell me that there's not torture, I will find 500 that will tell me it can. So again, before you guys talk about us atheists, you assholes sit in a room, straighten this shit out, and then come back and talk to us. Until then, what's Uncle Bobby going to say? Please go fuck yourself. A little bit, I'm not making this safe. Roll the tape. Be both full of fire and also dark at the exact same time. It just can't. 
So once again, it's just given a similarity of the loneliness and sadness and the despair and the torturing, that, I mean, the torment that goes on in hell. I mean, hell is separation from God for eternity as heaven is in the presence of God. For oh, God, come on. But honestly, if you're the actual atheist, as in someone who truly doesn't oh, believe in hold on. this at all, none of it, why are you worried about it at all? I mean, it sounds to me that... You Pause the tape. I'll answer that question, fuckface. I'm not worried about your heaven. I'm not worried about your hell. What I'm worried about is that your belief, and judging by this guy's accent, he's an American. My issue is people like you run my life. You do. Right? Again, the overwhelming majority of people who are pro-life are Christians. Because your holy book says X, apparently I have to live by X. Again, go fuck yourself. Just because you are on a diet doesn't mean I can't have 13 donuts. Please go fuck yourself. So again, I'm not worried about your heaven. I'm not worried about your hell. What I'm worried about is that your belief is what is prominent in the United States. So yeah, I'm speaking on it. That's why we talk about this. This Roll the tape. Not an atheist at all, but someone who just hates God. So next, this individual. This Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. At all, none of it. Then why are you worried about it at all? I mean, it sounds to me that you're not an atheist at all, but someone who just hates God. So next, this pause the tape. I have heard that one too, Kenny. When I keep talking about our very first meeting, that is exactly what he said. When I told him I'm an atheist, he sat there and I was like, okay, why do you hate God? Holy shit. Again, to the person who sat there and told me that my script does not change because I'm an atheist, why don't you get an original thought? Because you guys don't have original thoughts. How many times must it be said that atheists don't hate God? I also don't hate the Pink Panther or Lex Luthor. You must, I'm going to have a stroke. Roll the tape. Roll the tape. The oldest Greg Letter says that one of the most self-defeating irrational statements I've ever made, they say is the only thing moral is for any life form to suffer in any way against their will. And that's why it's immoral. It's moral. Immoral, sorry. I get my words confused there. It's immoral to have a child. Remember that video I made about Germania saying that Christians should support abortion? It was basically agreeing with Germania. And all I can say is, what is going on here? I mean, what? so it's immoral for a life form to suffer against their will, so therefore we should just chop the babies up and abort it against their will? Uh, I mean, are you kidding me? What is wrong with people? You can't be serious. I mean, please tell me that you're not, you're, this is not your actual thought process. I'm not. Pause the tape. Go fuck yourself. Again, he won't agree, but he can go fuck himself. Again, am I serious? Seriously, shut the fuck up. Because here's the thing there, slap nuts McGee. You don't get to have the high moral ground. You just don't. The baby that gets chopped up, again, I think it's a, I think it is. It's after, in the second tribe, again, I know this because one of my students is an actual gynecologist. And I think it's like 
Up to week 12, it's a suction procedure. After that, there is a dismemberment procedure. Those are just scientific facts, right? Again, I've already talked about abortion. I'm sure I'll do 29 more shows. But again, it's that person's choice over there. (coughs) That birthing person, they made that choice, and that is on them. And I support, I respect, more importantly, their right to make the choice that is best for them. And I'm sure they've already sat down and thought about it all. It's like Christian, we're like, wait, you haven't heard of John 3.16? Yeah, fucker, I have. And I still don't buy it. And that birthing person over there, they are very well aware. Yes, there comes a point in abortion where it's a little bit more gruesome. They've weighed the good against the bad. And they've made the choice that's best for them. You don't have to like it, fuck faces. Do I have to belch? I just apologize. But they made the choice that's best for them. So while you sit here and you say, you know, are are you serious? Again, are you serious? Because while we're having this conversation in America, the person who was born and raised in New Delhi, who isn't even fucking aware that they're supposed to be looking for the Christian God, they're going to die a Hindu. And according to you guys, Again, I don't know, torment, torture, whatever the fuck. You don't have the high moral ground, fuck face. You just don't. That's my point. Roll the tape. Let's just end this. Holy shit, I want to die. Gather that kind of thought process. I mean, I'm not even going to respond to that comment. Good. It doesn't even make logical sense. Neither do you. I mean, I agree with the first portion of your statement that nobody should suffer. I agree with that. That's it. The rest of your statement is completely self-defeating. It's evil and it's completely immoral. Okay, he can go fuck himself. Seriously. The evil is this right here. Apparently, just because my dad fucked my mom 50 years ago, the moment sperm met egg, I'm a guilty sinner and I deserve to be tortured tormented, whatever the fuck adjective you want to use forever. You want to know about more? You know what? In the tape, go fuck yourself. Shut the fuck up. Gang, Uncle Bobby's only giving you, again, one motherfucking problem. So as a result, Uncle Bobby's going to give you just one motherfucking solution. Christian apologetics, please shut the fuck up. Let's go through this fuck face a little bullshit. Hold on. A B to B to B to B to B to B. So again, all this is, gang, is a bunch of fucking word games. Back of my throat is itching. You guys make that sound too? My sister does this. When I was a kid, I was like, yeah, it's fucking disgusting. Now I'm an adult and I fucking do it. Berkey, go fuck yourself. Put back on topic. All Christian apologetics is, is word games. On top of more word games. On top of some bullshit. So the fucker started out with who created God. Again, four minutes of argument from special exception. Again, everything needs a beginning. Everything needs a creator. Except for my one special answer. Shut the fuck up. Right? You know, what if God calls for murder? Right? Well, God doesn't kill anybody. He just makes them change locations. Again, that person didn't rape that other person because they used a condom. 
Please go fuck yourself. Right? Again, these are all bullshit-ass answers. Right? Again, does God condone rape? The short answer is yes. But again, if you need to sit here and have word game debates, again, two dozen, you know, interpretations of the fucking Bible, but you found the three while ignoring the 20 some odd extra to make your shut the fuck up. Again, if it takes you this long to discuss rape, you're either a rapist or you're a fucking Christian apologist. And as far as I'm concerned, neither one is a good fucking option. Please go fuck yourself. Uh, what's up now? Yeah. Then responding to an atheist question, blah, 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 blah. Shut the fuck up. The blase and the great. Like I said about being a virgin when I was in the eighth grade, right? Again, I, you just get to a certain age where you don't ask bullshit ass questions. But if you're looking at me and again, you see the gray in my hair and so on and so forth. Again, I don't know why you'd fucking ask, but if you want to know if I'm a virgin and if I just want to play along, I'm going to say no. Well, can you prove it? Oh, yeah. Right over there. I just fucked her. Right? Again, when you got to come up with these big, elaborate stories that are so fucked up that your average everyday fucking porn star is like, God damn, you're lying. Right? Christian apologetics is the exact same shit. It should not take you 27 minutes to answer simple yes or no questions. Again, fuckface Frank Turner. I did an entire show on the first video I ever saw of him. When Hannah, what looked to be a 19, 20-year-old college girl, sat there and asked fuckface Frank Turk a simple yes or no question. Right? Almost 20 minutes later, he still had not answered the query. Well, what do you mean by good? Well, what do you mean by decent? Well, what do you mean by what do you mean? Well, what do you mean? Shut the fuck up. All Christian apologetics means is I'm going to lie to your fucking face. Christians, if your God was real, he would not need apologists to sit here with promo codes, internet sites, PayPal links to get his fucking message across. Do you mean to tell me the difference between me going to hell and not going to hell is being able to make three easy payments of $29.95? Shut the fuck up. Gang, again, if you cannot answer a simple yes or no question, again, there, there are exceptions to every rule. But if you cannot answer a simple yes or no question in under three seconds, it's because you're a fucking liar or you're a Christian apologist. And in my mind, there's no difference between the two. Gang, the big guy's held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go.